Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. This is some, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, apart from our uh, usual ramblings, we were joined by the former Sports Illustrated uh, writer Rick Riley, who's written a fantastic book on Donald Trump and uh, what the way he cheats at golf. The what, what it tells us about him as a man. Uh, it's a fa- he was he was fantastic. Yeah, he was funny. Rick was very funny, so I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Uh, Martin Kellner joined us as well. Uh, he found a way, despite his aging telly, <laughs> as you're here, to watch uh, Amazon Prime's first night in the world of uh, Premier League football. So he gave us his considered opinion on that. And I think that probably will do you. Yes, I think that's about so it. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And as you said, we're going to have a long chat about uh, Amazon and their debut, but I would say that uh, they've hired 73 commentators and analysts mm. to cover all the games that they're doing. I think they've missed a trick not using Limvoy Primus. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that would have been. Yeah, that's a good idea. Should have done, been, really. It would have been good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? And uh, um, it's uh, it's interesting that Nish Kumar's gig at the Lord's Taverners yeah. has made today's papers. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't he seen had it, bread rolls thrown at him. Yeah, but it was a bit. It was a bit of an odd booking. It's like the WI booking Roy Chubby Brown or Jerry <laughs> Sadowitz. I don't, we thought that was a good idea. Mm. And uh, the Turner Prize. I don't know if you noticed that uh, they've decided to share it all. Oh, yeah. It's quite nice, actually. They decided nobody should win it in these days of division. Did you have a chance? Were you on it? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. The four artists will share the money, but the jury chairman is a chap called Alex Farkerson. I'd love him to be knighted, wouldn't you? Yeah. Sir Alex Farkerson. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Farky, they'd call him. You've got to be so careful with that, wouldn't you? His nickname. <laughs> and uh, the Prince yeah. of Wales met the uh, Prime Minister of Fiji, Josea Varege Benamarama. I loved his version of Nathan Jones. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Benamarama, yeah, that's his they name. Did, he did some great cover versions. <laughs> that is very true. Marvellous. What else have I got here? Oh, yeah, I was thinking about City last night. Mm. It's a football point, but they played with a lot of freedom last night. I was thinking, it's quite rare, it's been quite rare this season that they've played before Liverpool. They've often played after Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's much harder psychologically. When you're 8, 10 points behind, 11 points behind, you go into the game and they've played Liverpool and they've already won. You just think, oh, you've got to win just to stay 
with that gap. No, it's true. Whereas when you play first, psychologically, you know, if you if you win. You take three points off the gap, put the pressure yeah. back on Liverpool. And I think that was the case last night. They looked much freer to me. Yeah, lovely, go, lovely goals last <laughs> night, weren't they? That flick by, um, what's his name? God, Gabriel Jesus. Oh, yeah. It was disallowed. That was brilliant. As well as, well as his goal. Again, you, you, you kind of get a window. We talked about this the other day. People say he's not the perfect replacement mm. for Aguero. But, you know, certainly the second goal was quite Aguero-like, wasn't it? And, um, you know, when he gets game time, when he gets a run of games, I think you could probably see what he was all about. If he was playing in a team where he played mm. every week, I think people would think more highly of him. Mm. Although I, I see from social media, uh, our own Adrian Durham does already. And I'm sure we'll be chatting about that later on. It was funny last night that I couldn't... <laughs> I checked on Sunday night, I checked that I had Amazon Prime on my telly in the room where I watch football. Yeah. And uh, so I went to sit down about five minutes ago to kick off and it said, uh, went to click on the football and it went, this device does not support Amazon football. Oh, no. So then I had to sort of rush about. Well, didn't they not write to you? Well, I had, it, it was fine in the other telly. That worked fine. Mm. And then on the laptop... That would have been fine, but I had yeah. the wrong out-of-date browser, so I had to download a browser. What <laughs> a performance. Put, the thing is, they, the, I've got a telly... You had to kick the wife out in the end. I've got a telly in the house. <laughs> Into where, the other room, I should which say. Which is, oh, yes, yeah, it must be a mud. Blimey, that's quite an admission to suddenly say that on it after all these years. That was 40-odd years. 45 years. I'm surprised you've come in today, Andy. Sponge. Can expunge, I free. Yeah, you can expunge that much of your life just like that because it's a game of football on. And it was, you know, I mean, to be mm. honest, I'd say Palace... Bournemouth was not the game to end a marriage over. Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, um, I only watched the last... I saw the first half until yeah. City started, and then after that, you didn't want to go back to it. The Where was I? Yeah, so I've got a telly that's only about four years old in the house, but they did write to They wrote to me twice. They couldn't have done really? any more, Amazon, saying, basically, mate, your telly's not going to work with the football. How do and, they know uh, what you telly you Get are. a fire stick, because well, obviously Amazon Prime's linked up to it, I suppose. Oh, okay. Or maybe I bought it from them, I'm not sure. But anyway... Um, they told me, so I knew the one it would work on. Did you get a bit of Michael buffering? I didn't actually. I got, but I didn't have a Harvey Firestick either. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I got a tiny, what? but just at the start, people were a bit. Really, they was like, for about twenty seconds. Uh, a little bit of uh, yeah. Ellie Barber was body popping, <laughs> and, and that was right. it though. That was the only. That was all. That's all I got. And then after that, it was absolutely you know, sweet yeah, as a nut. But I know fine, people yeah. generally did have a few issues yeah. with it. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, Martin Kellner, in terms of, of the coverage, I think a lot of people have said that it wasn't revolutionary, but it didn't set out to be. It had some uh, very, very experienced people used to doing that sort of job, so why wouldn't you call them? Including, of course, our own Mark Saggers, who was on mm. great form, I thought, doing the stuff in the uh, in the tunnel. I, did, I didn't see Oh, yeah, he was doing sort of post-match interviews and uh, and stuff on the pitch. He was excellent. I, I did notice you could get stats on screen, and that thing pop, it popped up, and I couldn't get rid of it at first, and then I had to sort of click yeah. on it, and then I could get rid of it. It was all a bit, you know, it was fine. <laughs> Good. Anyway, the kids, get the kids around, they'll sort you out and they'll get all the technology working. So, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. David Priest, former keeper turned coach, joins us a little bit later on. But before that, me and Andy are going to be fanboys for a minute because we were both big fans <laughs> of the life of Riley Collum at the back of Sports Illustrated for about 20-odd years. And the man uh, that wrote it is with us in the studio mm. to talk about his book, Commander-in-Cheek. Rick Riley, good to see you, Rick. I'm now, no matter what happens, 
I can't be the most hated American today in life. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Yeah, yeah we, we, we love the column. But was it over 20 years you wrote it for, didn't you? The back page yeah, of, yeah, the, back of, page of, of the, the column. Of course, could you get it over here? Yeah, 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 you could still get it. And he used to lend me his. Yeah. Uh, and so why would he would get it? He was getting it all Either the time. Either my mum, would, she was living in America, she'd send it to me, or I found a place to buy it. Now I found another place that sells it. You can, if you look for it, you can get it. Right, and young people right now are going... You mean you you had to go find something or just look on your phone? Yeah, of course. No, That's right. You had to really go out your way. Know, SI do a, an online version, but then one of the beauties of that magazine mm. was the photography for a star. Mm. You know, and that's not the same online as having it in your hand and, and, the, and the size, the format. Yeah, I did that column for years and years. Mm. And I can remember the one that, that, that never got read was the swimsuit issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I did that five or six times. I never had anybody. No one ever got to the really? print part. They weren't interested. Never got to the anything. back page. I wrote the thing in German once. And no one knows. <laughs> so in let's fact, talk about. In fact, one time I did. Yeah. We 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 uh, wrote the whole column on the on a back of a model named Page. Mm-hmm. And so it was the back page. Oh, and okay. still nobody got it. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, is, it, is it coincidence you're, you're in town the same time as, uh, as the president or, or not? It is coincidence. I'm, uh, my, this, this book, uh, Commander in Chief, is up for the William Hill Award tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, so I'm coming in to see that. And I've never got to meet my publisher. And it's, it's wow. cool. And it's, the book's gone great in, um, in London and, and the UK. And the Times named it their favorite sports book of the year. And it's just a lot of laughs about yeah. how this guy cheats. Um, for instance, he tells people he's won 20 club championships in golf. <laughs> and this is how I got to write in the book because I said, he forgot he told me, because he, he was campaigning, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. That's against the best players. He forgot he told me, because I've known him 35 years. Yeah. Then he wins these all these club championships whenever he buys a course, plays the first round with him and Melania, and unless she gets hot, he's going to be the club champ. So he's won about 12 of those. And then I started looking into it. Some he'd win, like, he won one when he was in Singapore with uh, Kim Jong-un, and they were playing in Florida, and he called in and said, well, make me the winner. I beat that guy all the time. <laughs> one time he won one in Philly, and the thing was in New Jersey. One time that the course wasn't even open, and yet he goes around and he gets plaques. Like, who are you kidding? But yeah. apparently, he kids pretty well. It's he, also you write he, about the lack of he, the lack of etiquette as well. Golf etiquette. I mean, golf is all etiquette, but he does things, drive his car over greens. He just doesn't care, does he? You guys would hate this. <laughs> you guys would hate this. Do you realize that he has his caddies carry four-inch green tees so that they can hurry ahead, tee up the ball in the rough. He'll hit driver out of the rough. I mean, do you know anybody that cheats on <laughs> that this? That is way? cheating. That is. Oh that's my unbelievable. god! He, he kicks the ball so much that his caddies call him Pele. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, some other stuff there. There's, uh, there. Somebody thinks they saw him at an invisible ball. He kind of looked like he was uh, playing out the bunker. Didn't the ball never came out? Then suddenly he was on the fairway, and a, a ball seemed to drop out of his trouser leg or out of his hand or something. My friend saw this. <laughs> He thought everybody was on the other side of the green and weren't, weren't watching, but my friend was back up. For, way up the, and he faked a chip shot with no bo- shot, no ball. Hmm. Then he comes running up to the hole. He's got it in his right hand. I knocked it in the hole, guys. I made an eagle. And, like, and of course, my friend's like, no, you didn't. I saw. No, I knocked it in. I mean, not only... See, I think there's a special place in hell for people who not only cheat on their ball, he kicks your ball into oh, the bunker. For goodness sake. Wow. Mike Tirico, the famous American announcer, said, yeah, I hit this great shot. We get to the green. It's not there. 
We finally find it in a bunker 50 feet from where it was supposed to be. <laughs> and later, the caddy told us, no, he kicked yours into the bunker. <laughs> All to win five bucks. Has the guy's supposedly worth billions. Yeah. Has he got any golfing ability? He's not bad. He's got a, he's got a big swing. He, he hits it a long way. But he, he chips like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> he cannot chip. <laughs> and the other thing is, it's really easy to shoot 75 if you never putt out. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know... <clears throat> Do you know what a Winnebago is? Sure, yeah, yeah. His, his circle of love is the size of a Winnebago. <laughs> He's like, I'm picking this up. When I played with him, he took a gimme chip in, <laughs> which I've never heard of. We're playing a $10 score bet, whoever's the lowest score. And I, I got lucky and hit it in like a foot for birdie. Yeah. He's laying off the green in par. He goes, I guess that makes this good. He picks it up. And I'm like, Donald, did you just take a gimme chip in? He goes, I would have never missed that. <laughs> Does he admit when you play him, when you're kind of off duty, does he say, I know, I know, it's just me? Is he kind of, or not? Or does he carry this bravado on kind of in that off the record environment? All the time he's yeah. like this. Yeah. All the time. In fact, everyone in the book you'll see, everyone who's caught him, he says the same thing. Hey, I cheat on my wife, I cheat on my taxes. You don't think I'm going to cheat on golf? <laughs> like, it's just like crazy, so brazen. Has he read the book? Has he seen the book? Has he? Well, First of all, he doesn't definitely. read books. Well, somebody's no. read it to him. But yeah, Melania's read it to him. Is he aware of the book? He's aware because <clears throat> um, my friend is one of his caddies when he comes to Los Angeles. And he said uh, it, they were playing and walking down the fairway and Trump called hmm. a, a buddy of mine. And he says, puts it on speaker. And on speaker, Trump goes, nobody talk to that jerk Riley. <laughs> nobody better talk to that guy. So he's aware of it. But what could I? I'm dying for a tweet, right? Yeah, you yes. keep you you kind of troll him on Twitter. You keep saying, "Hey, Donald, what about this? What about that? You and what about this course?" Because when he you says he's that? a two point eight handicap. Yeah, you know Jack Nicholas handicap right now is three point five. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you take now? If you look at his, because you can look up his handicap on the mm -hmm. on the computer, and he hasn't. He's posted over the last eight years twenty scores, and yet he played a hundred. He's played 161 times since he... Well, no, now he's up to 200 and some. So he's just picking his favorite scores. Yeah. He's just so... He's so full of hot air, you could float him in the Macy's parade. There is a serious <laughs> side to this, of course, because the full title of the book is Commander in Chief, How Golf Explains Trump. And we shouldn't forget that he is the President of the United States. So how, does, how does his golf feed into his presidency? Well, he tells people he's a winner yeah. when he's not. Mm. Um, you, you only seem to get anywhere with him if you play golf. So Shinzo Abe from Japan has got his ear, but Angela Merkel's like, you know, looking in at the donut store. <laughs> she can't get in. Uh, I always wonder what you guys think. Are we? Do, do you guys think we all cheat at golf and cheat at everything like this guy? Because we don't. No. No, and so, um, for instance, he had a course. He was part of a course in Puerto Rico. And it all went belly up, and he left in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then when Puerto Rico has a hurricane, he seems to not give a damn about it. Well, maybe he didn't want people to write about it. Uh, he got busted uh, trying to research and, and get a site for a golf course in Cuba against the American embargo in Cuba. And now all of a sudden when he becomes president, he tightens up the whole uh, the, the um, ability to go to Cuba now for Americans. Maybe he didn't want people to remember that story that Newsweek wrote. There's a lot. Uh, he's in bed with China on two courses in Indonesia, one being designed by Tiger Woods and one by Phil Mickelson. The, the, the government of China is doing all the concrete. 
Nobody seems to want to talk about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's real. The the, the interesting thing is the the book. Obviously, if you, if you it kind of confirms what you feel about Trump. Yeah, he cheats at golf. He cheats at everything. That's that's your worldview. But his base, I would imagine, secretly admire him for it. They quite yeah, admire how the do fact. You explain his popularity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're right. His base is about 38 percent of the country, mm. and they all. And when I go around the country talking about the book, there's always a guy in a red hat who says, "So what? So he cheats yeah. at golf. Everybody cheats at golf." Like, no, 90 percent of people play by the mm. rules, except for a mulligan yeah. on the first hole. But also, it matters. I mean, golf is like bicycle shorts. It reveals a lot about a man, <laughs> and what it reveals about him is that he's he's crooked. Yeah, I, I played a lot of golf with Arnold Palmer. He'd always mm. say, "I never play golf. I never get in business with a, de- a guy yeah. until I've played f- a round of golf mm-hmm. with him." And I asked him why. He said, "Because if he's going to cheat me on the course, he's going to cheat me in real life, and that's the point. It's a window to your soul, and his soul mm. reveals a guy that is going to do whatever mm. he has to do to win, cheat, lie, make it up, whatever." And it's. There's only one good story I have about him. And I remember one time we played, and he dropped me off on Fifth Avenue in New York. Yeah. And I said, you want to play again tomorrow, Donald? And he says, usually for most people, one day of me is enough. <laughs> and I, and if I could see him now, yeah. I'd go... One term of you is enough. <laughs> you'll be you'll be aware though, Rick, that he's in a great tradition of uh, golf cheat presidents. So Don Van Natt has been a guest on the show a few times, mm. and Don wrote the the book about cheating presidents. And you've kind yes. of, of course have, have brought it right up to date with Donald. But well, I played I mean, with Clinton. Yeah, he was a ter- he was the Mulligan King, wasn't he? He was the Billigan King. Oh, the Billigan King. Right? <laughs> the Billigan yeah, King. I think Don him, yeah. came up with that word. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> unlike Trump, who will t- I think the day I played with him recently, seven Mulligans. Yeah. Clinton will hit his shot and play it. And then hit five, six more to practice, which is illegal. Yeah. But then he plays the original ball. But then he can never remember which his original ball is. Like, which is my original ball? Yeah. And the Secret Service, <laughs> you know, they all want to get ambassador to Sweden or something. I think it's right by the pin, Mr. President. And so he'll, that's kind of a different kind of cheating. But uh, yeah, that's cheating. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, there's a Costa promotion today, uh, oh, Costa yeah. Coffee, for anybody called Terry, basically. They're going to give away a Terry's chocolate orange muffin to anyone called Terry, Terry, T R T R I or T E R R I, in London, Yorkshire, Leeds, and Sheffield. About John Terry. Well, yeah, he can pop in if he wants. <laughs> Not certainly as, as a surname, but they are giving that away, are they? Yeah. Only in those four places, though. That's what it says in my paper. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'd also, in, my, in a paper I picked up today, this, uh, this, this was... Uh, could, it, could you do this? I mean, would you do this, Andy? You've got mm. some front, but would you do this? Nadia Sawala, the um, uh, actress and TV presenter, was uh, in the Metro today. She said uh, she got recognised. She was in a cafe, and a woman mm. started looking at her in the cafe and looked at her again, looked at her again. She thought... She spotted who I am. Yeah. So in the end, the woman came over. She said, oh, like, would you mind? And she said, oh, I've got an autograph. I said, no, no, not at all. So she, uh, best wishes, Nardi Swala, wrote mm. it on a bit of paper. Yeah. Then the woman went and sort of sat down. Then she looked at it and looked back at her. Then she went back over and she said, uh, no, it's okay. She said, uh, I don't need this. I thought you were Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. Just, just let it go. That's disgusting, <laughs> isn't it? Honestly, no, people... I don't need this. God. Can you say that people to somebody? Are rubbish, aren't they? Really? What's wrong with these people? Front. You got some front. I uh, I decided I was like a little. And no, I'm not a man that has an online account. That's because I'm a certain age, and I, I like going into the betting shop. You do, I yeah, do. yeah. Do you just love that? You'd love to be for the old spit and sawdust. Give them a bit of you? cash if I win. 
take a bit of cash back. I always find with the old online thing, if you win or lose, you don't even notice it. You just keep going round and round. You never actually take the money out. Okay. I'm sure some people do, but I found that's what happened when I had an hmm. online account. Okay. So uh, I went into the uh, betting shop. I thought I'd have a little bet on tonight's game. And uh, <laughs> I went to wrote out the slip, the bloke, the money. He went, oh, no, you can't do that. You've, you've got to put it in at that machine over there. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. See. So I go to the machine. Press the thing, it doesn't work. Then I find the thing, can't find it. Then the bloke has to come out from behind the counter. Yeah. He's doing it. Then he's trying to get the money in. Then he won't let me do it on a card because you have to have some different thing. <laughs> then I get the cash in there. He said, oh, I can't give you the change from here. I've got to go back around and give you the change. Yeah. I went, this is really an upgrade. This what, is really an improvement. What you need, what Andy, you what you need is one of them online accounts. I do. Because it's so much easier. I'm fascinated when people in companies think, I'll tell you, it's a bit like the same thing with parking meters now that you, you can only do park and phone, you can't use money. Okay. Who thought that was a good idea? Mm. Takes so much money. I've, I've, got, I've got this all on an app, Andy. See, it's no, actually I've easier, got, it's actually easier than cash. You've got to keep up, Andy. You get, this, this is a cashless world we're dealing I know you like to reel off sort of 50s like you're running a fairground, <laughs> like you're king of the carny. <laughs> but you can't do that, Andy. You're living in a cashless world, mate. You're, you're, even in this one, You're railing a, during the. Uh, nothing's, the world's not going to change. Around I, know, you. I know it's not going to change. I know it's not going back, but <laughs> it's funny how it isn't an improvement. For yeah. example, here we've got a very nice canteen here. It is an improvement. Look at this, a group of 15-year-olds in the studio next. They're loving, they're loving well, this they cashless they world. They don't know it's an improvement because they don't remember what it was like before when you could actually buy something. Like, for example, when I went down to the canteen on Friday during this sort of drama They can still here. buy things. Oh, yeah, but you have to have it on your card. So you have to go, I wanted to buy a packet of crisps. They went, oh, no, we don't do crisps for money. You've got yeah, to but go. someone else bought them for you, so you yeah. bagged a packet then of crisps. Andy Zaltzman was still here because no one could leave. Did he buy you a packet of crisps? No, I, 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 he, I felt sorry for him, so I said, I'll, I'll get you something to eat, Andy. So then I had to go and put the money on my my pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get an long thing. You think, why is this better? They sell Werther's down there, do they? I think it's right. <laughs> Honestly, I, if you could convince me it's better, I'm all for things being better. It, 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 you know. it, 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 in many cases, it is better. Well, so in many much, cases, it, it is. Things it's like so much Netflix easier. and all that, but so that, that's, well, that's not better. Wandering around with cash, making <clears> yourself <throat> a target. Not really, is it? Um, another Christmas staple, Andy, I've noticed, apart from mm. the sprout shortage. Yeah. This happens every year now. Yeah, your uh, your chocolate tubs, your roses, your quality street, your heroes, your mm. celebrations. They're shrinking. They're shrinking, yeah. There's, you get less, I think there's three less sweets than there was five years ago. That has become, every year that story does the rounds. It's always some it? yeah. absolutely fat person complaining yeah. about it. You know, they're doing you a favour. Really? The No S Sherlock uh, <clears throat> survey, yeah. or sorry, um, Boffin mm. survey of the day, yeah. or scientists have shown that dogs identify certain words when spoken by both someone they know and a stranger. University of Sussex uh, researchers looked at whether pet dogs could recognise words when spoken mm. by a number of people, including uh, those who they were familiar and unfamiliar with. But uh, I think that's true. So uh, maybe to prove that point, uh, that's not a massive surprise. If you've got, if you're sitting there at home with your dog now uh, and on the sofa, and I go, mm. biscuits. Biscuits. My dog certainly old ears have gone up and she has yeah, run she's run right. to the treats tin. Treats. See, your dog's doing it as well. And your dog doesn't know me from Adam. But no, uh, that'll one. work. Or squirrels. So your dog's just looked up, hasn't it? That's, that's what goes on. It's, it's easy. You didn't need a survey. We didn't need a bit no. of uh, research to tell us this. We all knew that dogs recognise certain keywords normally involving food or squirrels. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You didn't need that at all. No. It's a brilliant survey, isn't it? Um, another <laughs> survey says the full English is dying out. Is that right? people opt for avocado. Well, nobody's got any. Nobody's got any cash, have they? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got an app that buy, <clears> allows me to yeah. buy avocados online. I think a great many of the people that will be the, your little thing about the cashless world. The people that aren't quite happy about it are taxi drivers. <laughs> they're not they're they're not massive fans. I wouldn't think of the cashless world. Oh yes, well, they? Yeah. it may well it's be true. true yeah. yeah, and uh, I can't believe I missed the one fifty five at Haydock. Nor can I. The Conservatory Insulations Novices Chase. Yeah. <laughs> See, the missy said the dog's just gone crazy. Yeah, but that it was it my voice. It's your really, voice. I, I really need confirmation that another dog immediately mm. looked at you and was looking for a biscuit, biscuit. And somebody was looking for a biscuit. <laughs> that slight sense of urgency in the voice. Mm. Like, unless you say it like that, the it dog probably, thinks... Probably trick it off, trick it off a load of Alexas as well. It, it could do. That's, that's, that's possible. Uh, you got anything else? Could do. Yeah. <clears throat> What have I got? Oh, yeah, Victoria Beckham. No wonder she's losing a fortune. Have you seen okay. this? She's brought out a T-shirt. Do we know that's the case? Yes, we do know oh, okay. that's the case. Fair Huge enough. losses. Owes, oh, David had to sort of come in and the whole thing... He's yeah, working in the shop now, isn't he? Absolutely. No, he, uh, she's in flogging a T-shirt for 390 quid. Oh, that's, that's a lot of money, money, isn't it? That's a lot of money. Now, I'm not sure that uh, she's got the cachet to sell mm. a T-shirt for 390 quid. No, another uh, mm. survey, Andy. I think you'd like this. Uh, Brits are divided over their favourite Haribo sweet. Well, they're, they're they're divided over quite a lot of things far more important than that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm in no position to get involved. The only mm. time I could have weighed in on that was when Mickey Gray was doing Jim White show on a regular basis. Because mm. Mickey, we'd often have a few stray oh, Haribo, wouldn't, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah, Mickey, he'd have he'd, mm. he'd have his fill, give him his little sugar rush for the three hours, and then he'd say, "Oh, boys," and he'd just leave us a few, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. But if Mickey's not coming in with Jim. We're Haribo free, unfortunately. Is there a favourite? Has somebody decided on a well, favourite? Well, uh, Brummies prefer the cola bottle, apparently. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, in Norwich, they they opt mm. for the ring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Guardian are running a thing which I'm not happy about this either. It's called. Uh, they do it. They did it last year. It's the countdown to the hundred best women mm. players, hundred best male players. And yeah. They, I, I can't think of anything more pointless in a team game than this. <laughs> It's so apparently it's all worked out, and it's lots of people vote, and there's lots mm. of stats, and everything. but in the end, you know, you just think it's, it's pointless, pointless exercise. I don't know why people get so. Bloke was tweeting, "Oh, I'm so excited to be doing this again this year." You think, Who cares? <laughs> Goodness sake! Oh, you're a miserable man. No, it's pointless. It's you're a team a game. You're a miserable man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. 
I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. The big question, Andy, is if Amazon ever got the boxing, would Michael Buffer? I say would Michael Buffer. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> uh, they've got the football, of course, and they kicked off their coverage last night. Mm. Um, uh, what was it like for Martin Kellner, who joins us every Friday with a week of sport on TV, gave us the brilliant screen break for many years in The Guardian. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. Can I, I just say that I love Andy doing the competitions. It's my favourite thing on the radio. You know, when they when they ask me, you know, people say the Arches or Desert Island. Yeah. For me, it's Andy Jacobs doing the competition conditions and uh, yeah. uh, and, and exclusions. And it is. It's one of the great joys of broadcasting, it is. isn't it? Really, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people I love stop it. what they're doing. It's like we'll all get round the radio as a family. So, um, what, what, how what was did it, I make of it? How was well, it for you, I, Martin? Well, I said it was fine. It was absolutely fine. I couldn't understand. I was looking at Twitter, and I couldn't understand people going on about Twitter about the fact that it was forty-five seconds behind or whatever. So people were getting goal alerts, obviously, on their phones mm. before they, you know, before they'd seen the goal going. So it was ruining it for them. Stupid. I mean, it, it was absolutely fine. But I think the football is the least part of it. I mean, what is interesting about it is the way it sort of changed the whole game. I mean, you've probably seen the announcement this week. Sky are building these film studios. They're going to, spy, uh, they're going to spend three billion pounds invested over the next five years. Two thousand jobs. Uh, it's going to be, you know, like the old days of Hollywood, really being created by Sky because obviously they have to change their game plan. Mm. Uh, and it, it was sort of came over very um, very graphically to me because I have a big-ass television right. in, my, uh, <laughs> in, my, in my lounge at home. Is it What's cathode the... ray or have you gone flat screen? Sorry? Have is well, you gone flat screen, have you, these days? you gone plasma? No, I've not gone plasma. <laughs> I, I say it's a big-ass TV, but it's a big-ass sort of slightly older TV because right. it was put in there for I didn't buy the damn thing it was about a grand at the time but it was <laughs> it, it was put in there mm. by uh, Sky because as you were kind enough to mention I used to write this uh, award winning column yeah. for the Guardian for a long time about sports on TV yeah blimey is this cathode <laughs> cathode Ray Houghton that is yeah, definitely is cathode Ray do you still Houghton? bang Absolutely. the top of it when it was when it was slightly <laughs> streaming badly were you banging the it's top the of it the indoor area you move about very much so. anyway so I have this telly Okay, yeah. it was put in by Sky because they were introducing 3D. Mm, wow. so they said, because I, I wrote this column, they said you, you know you have to watch the football in 3D. So they came came round to the house, shoved in a whole load of equipment. What it means now is that because the, the football's on Amazon, uh, I can't get it on my TV. <laughs> so I have to watch it on the computer, right. and I, I certainly can't get it in 3D. So. Uh, but it sort of illustrated to me the way the whole game has changed. Uh, I was watching The Irishman on uh, on Netflix, mm, you know, yeah. the film, the, the new yeah, film yeah. Uh, which is nonsense. But I was watching, you know, Al Pacino chewing the carpet. But I was uh, I, I was watching that, and I thought to myself, you know, years ago I'd have gone to the pictures to watch this, yeah, or the dollies as we used to call it, yeah. I don't think they're even called the pictures did anymore. You know, I just want to say, did you notice a sort of, sh and maybe it was me, but I could see on my TV and I was watching on the laptop, a shadowy logo on the left-hand side of the picture was it? as you look at it. Was that just, 
I kept thinking, have I got, something, have I got something wrong with Matelli? But, I mean, it was definitely there. <laughs> I didn't notice uh, a shadowy logo. Any, no, I didn't notice a shadowy logo. Um, what I did my telly. Yeah. Uh, was there a fly on it? Was it a, was it a fly-shaped logo? <laughs> was it a moth-shaped I'll, logo? I'll, I'll get yeah. one of last night's games up on my computer. You'll see. Okay. The gossip <laughs> yeah, of no, wings no, of a butterfly. Keep going. Sorry, Martin. That's all right. No, I didn't notice any shadowy logo. I mean, and they had all the proper people. I mean, they have a, a you know the, the analysis is very much the same as it would be on, on broadcast TV. But yeah. to hear Peter Drury. Uh, yeah. doing, the, uh, doing the commentating. He's the only man I know who uses the word sumptuous <laughs> all the time. He always says something of a sumptuous pass mm. or a, a, a sumptuous goal. So uh, I like him. I like his use of language and everything, and he's, he's a good bloke all round. So it was good to hear Peter Drew doing the commentating. But the other people were the, you know, were the people you expect, and I presume it will be the same uh, tonight. Uh, staggered kickoff times, quite good. You know, gave you a chance to... Uh, watch a bit of both matches so they'll have work tonight be a bit different um and the problem is my son supports manchester united so he wants to watch that match oh. i obviously mm. want to watch wolves west ham uh so he promises that he's going to get our old-fashioned tv fixed up with the app so we can uh you know, i think most people these days have smart tvs so mm. it's actually you know, almost like a new TV stream for them. But it is a real problem for Sky, isn't it? It's a real problem for Sky. It's also something to think about. Uh, you know, Sky, who have been, well, not a monopoly, but really had, uh, were the main player for a long, long time. It's sort of changed. It's, it's almost like one of those, okay, you know, when Channel 4 started or BBC 2 started mm. or Colour TV. <laughs> you remember any of <laughs> Or indeed talking, talking pictures. Oh, yeah, true. It's... Uh, but it is one of those moments, isn't it? Because yeah. it, it's something entirely new. I mean, I'm watching it old style on my computer, but it's a perfectly decent, you know, picture. And it didn't buffer or anything. And it was very much unusual for me to be watching a football match that wasn't some hooky feed from uh, South Africa or somewhere. I'm sure you wouldn't be doing um, that, Martin. No, of course, no, not no, your style. Not. not your oh, style. Yeah. That shadowy yeah. logo isn't there on the replay. Yeah, the shadowy... <laughs> are you sure it was a fly, Andy? Maybe it's probably. my eyes. Maybe it was cataracts Maybe. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that moment I realised I had cataracts. Shadowy logo in the corner of the screen. <laughs> Fantastic. I've got to watch out for that tonight. Definitely. <laughs> there is still match of the day. I was Andy was raining. I, I thought it there is, is a match right, of the day yeah. tonight at quarter 11. So people will still get... Get, they'll still be able to catch up with the goals if they're not uh, Amazon Prime. But you do feel yeah. that the other streaming services will be looking at this as closely as BT and, and Sky, won't they? But they'll be thinking, oh, will they want to get involved in this? Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, clearly it's not about football anymore, is it? No. It's about selling the subscriptions to the services and whatever they can do. And Sky, have, uh, you know, they're going to put this investment into a, to a huge movie studio. So presumably they're going to go back to what was their original plan when Sky first started. Uh, not being that well documented, but their original plan was to sell the service through movies. Mm. That's what Sky thought were the channels that would sell until... Uh, they uh, they found that when cricket was being played in the West Indies, there was you know that's where they picked up a load of their subscriptions in the early days, and I think that's what it's all about now. It's about selling subscriptions. It's not about football at all, um, and other sports may very well get frozen out. Yeah, I'm thinking about rugby league. You haven't got uh, a TV deal. Is yeah. a sort of streaming service going to want to bother with a sport that? isn't, you know, as mainstream as football is. It's going to be... They're going to have to think again about where they sell. 
uh, everybody is. It's, it's a major, major move, this. Uh, and obviously over Christmas, it's going to be even more obvious because they're showing uh, every match, isn't it, on Boxing Day? That's right, yeah, they'll I be showing... Know, that. Three Sky, Sky have given up Rugby League. Um, have they definitely given it up, Martin? Well, I don't know for sure. No. I don't know for sure. But the, I, I think talks are still uh, still going on. But I do okay. believe there is difficulty in finding a, another TV deal for Super League right. from when the current one ends, which is quite, you know, usually got it all wrapped up by now, but I don't think they have. Okay, uh, that's a shame. You, you maybe, maybe check that out a bit because I'm we'll, only going on what... <laughs> we will. This is, what Martin just said there, we, I mean, we'd be surprised because they made a huge commitment to Rugby League. Maybe, maybe the issue is over uh, the nature of how much Rugby League feel it's getting, but I'm sure, mm. I mean, as you said, you know, I'm sure they'll come to some kind of arrangement and it'll, yeah, it'll have I mean, a they have got, somewhere. I think they've got some deals in place with the BBC as regards, uh, you know, the Cup and that challenge sort of thing. Cup, yeah. But I'm not sure, yeah, Challenge Cup, yeah, I'm not sure what the Super League deal is. But it'd be well worth. Uh, in fact, I'll check it out myself, and I'll tell you on Friday. Okay, do that. Fantastic. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I know, I've got this idea of Martin's telly being like one of those very deep ones. You know, the kind of smoke coming out the back of it. But it probably isn't like that. So, okay. Uh, thanks ever so much for uh, listening. And uh, we will return one o'clock tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 